The Comeback Player of the Year Award is a very tough award to navigate. Find out what the voters look for when voting for the award and who we like to win the award. That and more on today's episode. What's going on, friends? Welcome back to Forward Progress here on the Hammer Betting Network, powered by Pinnacle. Before we get started today, I want to remind everyone that we are sponsored by Pinnacle. Pinnacle is the world's sharpest sports book and available to bettors in Ontario. Find out what professional bettors have known for decades. Pinnacle is where the best bettors play. Must be 19 plus in Ontario. Please play responsibly and not available in the U U.S. Today, I am joined alongside Jeff Feinberg from the Mayo Media Network and Odds Checker. And we're here today to talk to you about the Comeback Player of the Year Award. Jeff, you have some strong opinions about this award, the criteria about it, who's probably going to win, who's favorite to win right now. But before we get started, uh, like let's let's outline the criteria of the award and and what the history of the award has looked like for winners. What are the type of things that winners have done in the past to win this award? We, we can look back at guys like Geno Smith, who won last year, Alex Smith, who won a couple of years ago, two very different cases, but uh, they're, they both won the award. So what is the criteria for the award in your opinion? Well, in recent memory, I guess it's it been a quarterback award because you mentioned Geno and Burrow and Alex Smith and Ryan at Ryan Tannehill, Andrew Luck. So it's almost uh, b become a quarterback award, but the criteria is up in the air. And obviously I'm, I'm in the batter's box for this one because the sharp math guys want nothing to do with narrative street on an award, like comeback player of the year and smarter people than I want nothing to do to throw cold water on the DeMar Hanlon story. That's like dangerous, but I'm, I'm willing to take the heat for it. We are here criteria. Uh, Geno Smith was a backup. Just, you know, played two games, I think, maybe a month replacing Russell Wilson. That didn't matter. That didn't matter that he was the better Seahawks quarterback when he did play the year before. Burrow off a torn ACL. Alex Smith off um, that incredible story of almost like probably losing a leg months on end in a hospital. The last position player we had was Keenan Allen, which I believe was like a lacerated kidney, or maybe that was his ACL. Keenan's been hurt so much. I know it all too well. It's hard to remember which injury it's off of. But it's it's you were a backup. You either sucked the year before or you were hurt. Injury seems to, I think, be the most important criteria. That seems the one they seem to glom on to the most. And if they don't have a good enough case for that, then they drop down to, well, maybe he sucked last year or maybe he wasn't even a starter. But there's it's multifaceted and it's hard to know. You're literally playing narrative street with NFL media voters. Exactly. Yeah. The biggest thing here is you are playing the, the media and the narratives for these awards, right? So there's, it's funny because there's no criteria on the website that outlines exactly what it is. It's just comeback. So it's whatever the media and the narrative wants to come up for it. So, I mean, the, the, the betting favorite everywhere you look on all these other sports books, uh, it's, it's obviously DeMar Hamlin, but you want to splash cold water on that. So I'll, I'll let you go ahead and do that. And it seems like that's already begun to a certain extent. We saw in the offseason, it was like minus 1,000, minus 900. Right now, I've seen it as high as minus 700, but as low as like minus 280. So people are starting to realize once we get back to football, a football story will develop. The DeMar Hanlon thing, I would say, to no offense, agree or disagree, it was a lot scarier than it was actually impressive. Like, there was never really a doubt all summer he wouldn't be playing all winter, that he wouldn't be playing week one. I don't want, you know, like, it just doesn't have the same. It's an Alex Smith price, but it's not the same. Alex Smith was laid up in a hospital for months. Maybe the leg was going to be amputated. 
This is like a dime a dozen safety in like a rotation. I think if if you agree with me, then maybe there presents some value down this board. But again, it's narrative street. And NFL media has currently already anointed this, but maybe, just maybe, once football is actually played, a story develops. And this thing comes closer to a pick'em. Or you got some 25 to 1 at 2 to 1. That's what I'm thinking about, maybe attacking here. I listen, I think that's completely fair. And that's like also part of betting, right? When you see a guy get injured in a game, unfortunately, not like the DeMar Hamlin situation, but like when you see a quarterback get down, we all go after those those live odds and try and hammer them as much as possible. And it's just kind of a similar situation here. Obviously, what happened last year, DeMar Hamlin was scary and terrible, but Right, like you said, now he's fine. He's he's healthy. He was at the the playoff game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Like he was there. He was he was walking around. There were there seemed to be no questions. So listen, the angle you're coming at, I don't I don't fully disagree with. I think if you are willing to to take the risk on uh, going against the current narrative right now and building up a better narrative as the season goes on, I think that's fair enough. Because when you look at some of the other prices, I think like. The highest on the board that I see right now on on the site that I'm looking at is 20 to one for Tua and 20 to one for Russell. I don't think either of those guys are going to win, but I mean, if the second and third highest price are like close to 20 to one, like you said, like you can build a pretty pretty nice ticket here. So who are you looking at then to to take on comeback player of the year if it's not Demar Hamlin? Who are the players well, that you like? And again, like I'm not trying to be cold hearted. We're just talking through it. The next guys to me on the board appear to be, you're seeing like John Michi, Foster Moreau, if we're going away from quarterbacks. Those are cancer stories. John Michi had leukemia, people, friends. If he gets over 1,000 yards, unless a quarterback blows this award out of the water, John Michi will be neck and neck with Hamlin. Maybe the favorite. If he gets 1,100 receiving yards off of leukemia. I don't want to make it about me. But in college, I was diagnosed with the best possible cancer you could have. It was thyroid cancer. I'd have a surgery. They got rid of it. But I milked that. I used it to like not have to write an exam for a year. Literally. Leukemia isn't what I had. That's kind of all I'm saying. Not all cancers are equal here. They're not. I know it's like an awkward conversation to have, but I'm an awkward guy to even be addressing this market, I guess, in the offseason. So I see opportunities potentially up and down the board. If Cooper Cup flirts with 2,000 yards, the 28 to ones that I'm seeing on comeback player of the year seem to make a little bit of sense. Odell Beckham Jr. did not play last year in so many ways. He's the star power. He missed a year, has that name cachet value. Like he checks so many boxes. The Ravens put him on a one-year, $20 million deal. They're going to run him out there. I don't know if Lamar can execute up Chuck Kamaloo with uh, throwing the bombs to Odell or making it work, but if it does, that number is going to be gravy. I have not even – I have to – in the full disclosure, like I don't necessarily even have a bet that I have made. I just do – I do feel that Hamlin is being overpriced and there are opportunities. And as a football fan, you can look at the board and make that case for yourself. I think the way you put it is fantastic. I look at the board and I see a guy like maybe, like you said, it's a quarterback award. I'm a USC guy. I like Sam Darnold. I've always believed in Sam Darnold. He has been terrible in the NFL. We saw how he saw ghosts for, uh, against New England in, in New York. He was brutal on the Panthers. But if, I mean, if anyone can fix him, it's probably the Niners and Shanahan. So that's a guy I'd be looking at. But on top of that, Brock Purdy. I mean, Brock. not even to, again, take another shot at Hamlin. But Purdy, like people are like, maybe he'll miss the whole year. Maybe he'll miss all of the season. He's at 66 to one. Now there's starts that he could be ready. 
Maybe they glom on to what he did last year. They find a way to give him an award. I'm just saying there's just so many narratives here that a guy clearly rehabbed his arse off to, to maybe even still be in play to start week one. I like your take on Sam Darnold. I'm, I like him too. It's, it's a, we stay in the closet. Sam Darnold <laughs> exactly. But I don't know that I'm ready to bet him to win any awards, but if he goes and takes the reins there, it's all, it's all game for him. Yeah, exactly. And, and like you said, it like we outlined when we were talking about how the award gets handed out, right? We don't know exactly what the criteria is. It's kind of just made up and whoever, it seems like whoever has a good season is like a, a strong candidate to win. So like, I think maybe that's what you're looking for. And, and you have star power, Jonathan yeah. Taylor, Cooper cup off huge injuries. Like these are guys that can have dominant seasons. You know, and there's a lot of hype maybe you know, with the rookie quarterback in Indy. If they really figure it out and the offense is fun, Taylor wins. Like, I don't know, maybe they'll find a way to hand him the award. The Jets can be a party. I don't know if Dalvin's there just yet, but I'm just, there's options everywhere, especially yeah. if you agree with me that Hamlet, you're paying an Alex Smith price on not an Alex Smith situation. And I think football fans feel me on this one. I think that's a great way to put it there, Jeff. And also, like again, we usually come at you with picks for these little market-specific videos, but I think this is this one's up to you. If you agree with us on this uh, take on the the comeback player of the year market, scour the board, find players that you like, and you can attack. Because uh, listen, if if Demar Ham if, if the favorite is currently minus a thousand, and there's an inkling in your mind that he might not win, then you might want to attack it. So, anyways, thanks so much for tuning into the video today, guys. We really appreciate it. Before we go, reminder to smash that like button, hit that subscribe button on the way out set those notifications so you can be first to notified when these videos go live and you get to jump on the market so for jeff feinberg i'm producer jason signing off this has been forward progress right here on the hammer betting network